0: Have you ever heard somebody say, well, I just say what I think? Well, there's a verse for that person, too. And it's Proverbs twenty nine eleven. A fool uttereth all his mind. But there's a part B to that verse that says, but a wise man keepeth it in till afterwards. Oh, we need to watch our words. Hey, everybody, Miss Susan here again, here with another podcast from God's beautiful, precious Holy Word. Thanks for taking time out of your busy day to share it with me, and thanks for sharing the podcast and subscribing to it. I'm super excited about today's lesson, but yet my heart's a little bit heavy as well, because the lesson that we're going to be working on today, that we're going to be digging into, and y'all know how much I love word studies. The word that we're going to study today is word. (laughs) It's kind of hard to say it, isn't it? The word we're studying on today is word, our words. I want to say this. It's a challenging uh, study because we are going through the darkest of days now. We're going through uh, seeing a lot of negativity. In, uh, in and around us. If we cut our television on, there's, there's so much hate and, and just, just terrible things that's being said against each other to cause division. But you know, that's not God's will for us, and we don't need to get wrapped up in that mess because it's, uh, it's ugly. But we're going to discuss today the power of a word. You see, words have power. In the beginning, God created the world.
1: And you know how he did it? He spoke it.
0: And that is powerful words there for God Almighty to speak the world into existence. If you go back to Genesis 1 numerous times, and God said, let there be. And God said, let there be. (laughs) <laughs> that's beautiful, isn't it? God just spoke it all. But he showed us in the very first chapter of our Bible, the power of words. In Genesis 1, through 28, he made man in his own image, after his own likeness. And he told us, that we would have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the fowl of the air and over the cattle and over all the earth and over every creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth. So God created man in his own image, and in the image of God created he him, male and female created he them. And did you notice that God gave us dominion over all he made? In the 1828 Dictionary, dominion means supreme authority, the power of controlling. This point, this definition, takes me to James chapter 3. Now, I love James. I I mean, I truly love the book of James. This is our Lord's brother who wrote this book. And the chapter 3 is the first chapter I ever memorized as an adult. And he says here, My brethren, be not many masters, knowing that we shall receive the greater condemnation. For in many things we offend all. If any man offend not in word, the same is a perfect man, and able also to bridle the whole body. Behold, we put bits in the horses' mouths that they may obey us, and we turn about their whole body. Behold also the ships, which though they be so great and are driven of fierce winds, yet are they turned about with a very small helm, whether the governor listeth. Even so the tongue is a little member and boasteth great things. Behold, how great a matter, a little fire kindleth. And the tongue is a fire, a world of iniquity. So is the tongue among our members, that it defileth the whole body, and setteth on fire the course of nature. And it is set on fire of hell. And every kind of beast, and of birds, and of serpents, and of things in the sea, is tamed and hath been tamed of mankind. But the tongue can no man tame. It is an unruly evil, full of deadly poison. Therewith bless we God, even the Father, and therewith curse we men, which are made after the similitude of God. Out of the same mouth proceedeth blessing and cursing. My brethren, these things ought not so to be. Doth a fountain send forth at the same place sweet water and bitter? Can the fig tree, my brethren, bear olive berries, either of vine figs? So can no fountain both yield salt water and fresh. Now we can go over these verses step by step. There's other verses all over the scriptures that talk about our tongue, and our words. And I want to go over them. Now, 10 years ago, I got introduced to being around horses. And I've never been around horses to to amount to anything. And I notice how important that bit is in the horse's mouth. Even putting it in, it has to be put in very carefully so that it performs the job it's intended to perform without hurting the horse. And remember, God gave us dominion over everything that he created in the animal world. And the horse is one of them. The average horse weighs around 1,200 pounds. And this little bit that's put into this horse's mouth that's hooked to the reins, is allowed to control that horse to go left or right, all different directions. I mean, however you want to control a stop on a dime by pulling back the reins, and it pulls that bit in that horse's mouth and it controls them. And that's the word I wanted to use. Uh, dominion, it, remember the definition? It says the power of controlling. And so when we read in James 3, he says, the tongue can no man tame. Now, I've went down to Florida where they have those shows with those amazing sea creatures, the dolphins and the whales. Now, think about how large a whale is. I didn't look it up on the weight of a whale. But did you know that a Simple human being has trained a whale to have all these people come and watch them perform and showing the controlling of an animal that weighs tons. It's, it's amazing, but God's Word said it. And, and it happens, and we get to go watch it, and it's beautiful to, to watch. Word. Defined in the 1828
1: is oral expression. Now, I don't
0: know about you, but I have let my tongue get me in trouble over the years, and I'm ashamed to admit it. I'm ashamed to admit the things that I've said to even people that I love the most in my life. I just don't think we realize how much power is in a word. Proverbs 18:21 says life and death are in the power of the tongue. And we find ourselves many times on this podcast going back to Deuteronomy where it says he lays before us life and death blessing
1: and cursing choose life We need to
0: choose life, even with our words. Because the tongue is the instrument of our speech. When we read James 3, he is simply saying self-control is key to the Christian life. A person that can't control their words normally can't control their life. So since we can't tame our tongue, the Bible says we can't. The tongue can no man tame. Then we need to bow
1: in humility and say, Oh, Lord, I can't, but you can through me. And we need to fill our hearts with God's word. Because out of the
0: abundance of the heart, the mouth speaketh. When I had the girls home, I used to do this illustration a lot. I'd fill a glass to the very top with water. And I would have one of the girls come up. And as I'm holding this glass of water, I'd say, now, now run into me. Well, you know what happened. The water went everywhere. It went on them. It went on me. When someone runs into us and disrupts our life,
1: what spills out of us through our tongue? Is it anger or is it kindness? Sometimes,
0: you know, the girls lived in a close-knit place. They shared the same room, the same dining room, bedroom. I mean, they, the, they went to school together. And they would run into each other sometimes. And I'd have some girls that would just go, oh, it's okay. And I'd have other girls that, whoo, they would lose their temper. If somebody run into them, ooh, it would be bad. And I would say, girls, be careful. You're living together. Be careful, you know, not to run into each other, first of all. But if it is an accident, just don't get so angry. So when you get rubbed the wrong way, how do you speak? Again, this is just, I'm just trying to get us thought provoked, I guess is the best way to put it. In Isaiah 53, 7, our Lord was oppressed and afflicted, yet he opened not his mouth. He was brought as a lamb to the slaughter, as a sheep before her shears was dumb still. He did not say one word. He openeth not his mouth. Remember on the cross, he said, Father, forgive them,
1: for they know not what they do. Mm. There were seven sayings on the cross, and this was the very first one. Oh,
0: to be more like Jesus. That should be our prayer every morning when we wake up. Help me to be more like you, Lord. Ephesians 4.29 says we should not let corrupt communication proceed out of our mouth. Don't let your tongue be used by the devil. Remember, James says it's set on fire of hell. So that might mean that the devil can and will use it to let Him take, to let the old devil take our tongue and use it for his benefit as an instrument in his horrible hands. And we know what his three goals are, is to kill, steal, and destroy.
1: Kill, suicide, steal someone's happiness, destroy
0: someone's character. These are Satan's goals, and he would more than love to use our tongue to accomplish his goals. That makes me sick just to think that there's been times I've allowed the devil to use my mouth, to use my words, to use my tongue. In the near future, I'm going to start interviewing people that have went through pit experiences. Y'all know me about the pit. I'm, I'm all about talking about the pit. Because most of the time you hear preachers preach on the valley and, and on the mountaintops, but you rarely hear people um, speak or preach on the pit experience. And it's a horribly dark place, unlike a valley. And one of the people that I'm going to be interviewing
1: soon is a mother who had a beautiful son, who was talented, had an old soul, his grandmother said, very kind and loving, loved music, loved to be around people but he was bullied. As a matter of fact, this child was so bullied
0: that he chose to take his life. I'm going to give you some statistics, and I'm giving you the the ones that I could find that were new, the newest I could find. I I know there's more uh, that's probably new where I just couldn't find them. But in 2019, Twenty percent, which is one out of every five middle and high school students, reported being bullied each year. One out of every five. Do you know that bullying causes depression, anxiety, sleep difficulties? And what is really sad is sixth grade reported the highest. Twenty-nine percent. reported being bullied in sixth grade.
1: Now we have cyberbullying.
0: And get this. Now this is 2019. 59% of U.S. teens have been bullied or harassed online. Have you heard of self-harm? Well, I never had until I had a girl's home and a boy's home. And it was the saddest thing to watch one of the kids come in, and it was more into the girls than the boys.
1: But they would cut themselves.
0: I had one girl that would see it if I wasn't paying attention to her, and she would begin to pluck every eyebrow and every eyelash out of off her face. I mean, I. And it would just break my heart, and I would call her name, and I'd say, Honey, don't do that. She didn't even realize she was doing it. And I'd say, and I'd go over to her, and I'd give her a hug, and I'd say, Don't do that. 18% of our youth in 2019, that's 20, 21, 22, that's three years ago. But 18% of our youth are hurting themselves, cutting themselves did you know that the suicide rate has
1: nearly doubled in a 10-year frame
0: amongst our young people? It is now the second leading cause of death for individuals 10 through 34. 10-year-old child.
1: They should have the, the I mean, that's
0: the time that children should be the happiest running and playing and having their friends come and hang out and playing sports and laughing with their family. But they're committing suicide.
1: All the way to 34 years of, of age is now the second leading cause of death. This was a 2019 statistic. I can go on and on with information like this. And you know what? This all comes from the tongue
0: that is not controlled. God, help us as parents and grandparents to teach our children to be kind one to
1: another tenderhearted, not cruel, but kind. Somebody's
0: dropping the ball here, guys. The word bully means to degrade, intimidate, offend, humiliate. This subject literally breaks my heart. I can't even believe we're discussing that this is the second leading cause of death in our children's lives. And let me give you, as adults,
1: forms of bullying.
0: Number one, spreading malicious rumors, gossiping. Excluding or isolating someone socially.
1: Intimidating a person. Physical abuse. Making jokes on someone. Criticizing a person. I pray as
0: parents and grandparents, we're so careful not to criticize
1: our children and grandchildren. Have you heard this? You can't do anything right.
0: That's that's a sentence that's never forgotten by a child. And what about your partner in marriage? There's many people that's been cruelly spoken to by, by their partner. I mean, it, it's heartbreaking to think that the, the one that's supposed to love you the most is saying cruel, degrading things to you.
1: And that happened to me after, after my divorce.
0: Well, it really wasn't after the divorce. It was after months after he had left. The cruel, cruel things that were said to me. Honestly, you have no idea how I fought suicide. I thought, man, I must be a horrible person. But he, you know, people that that say cruel things, uh, they don't want to carry the burden of their own guilt so that sometimes they pour it on you and let you carry it and i carried it and boy i mean i beat myself up and i know there's two sides to every pancake and i know that no it's never one sided and nobody's perfect i know all that but boy your words can be powerful enough to cause a person to want to die
1: my words can be that powerful your words can be that powerful.
0: And there's two more in this list. No three. Another one is yelling consistently. Now, I know, I know. <laughs> if you're a parent, you're going to yell sometime, I think. I mean, there might be some human beings out there that's never yelled. I, I know that we all have different temperaments, but, but sometimes, I mean, we're going to yell. We're going to get aggravated. But this
1: is yelling constantly. That is bullying.
0: And the last one I had wrote down is undeserved punishment. Now, let me go back to that verse again. Let no corrupt communication come out of your mouth. Don't let it proceed out of your mouth. Not ever, not never, please. I've got to be so careful with my words. And so do you. Because we need to be using our words for edification, not condemnation. In Matthew twelve thirty six, it says, ooh, are y'all ready for this? Every idle word that men shall speak, they shall give an account thereof in the day of judgment. Whoa. In verse 37, it says, for by thy words thou shalt be justified. And by thy words, thou shalt be condemned. If we remember every time we open our mouth that judgment day's coming on every word that comes out of it, we might think twice before we say anything. Idle, the word idle means useless for productive communication and can cause damage. Proverbs sixteen twenty seven talks about an ungodly man, and it says his lips is a burning fire. Well, that makes me go back to James. Remember, set on fire of hell, and this is an ungodly man's lips. I don't want to be put in the same category as ungodly people because I don't control my words. Okay, then he goes on to another person. A froward man, and froward means habitually disobedient. That's a rebel. Well, he said this kind of person soweth strife, and a whisperer separated chief friends. It's very uncomfortable <laughs> in life when you're talking. You, I don't know if this has happened to y'all, but I, it has me. You come up on a conversation, and they begin to whisper, and you're standing there, and you're like, okay, where do I go? How do I get away from this situation? So uncomfortable. Whispering is just not a good thing to do, especially in front of other people. All right, let me move on. The violent man. The Bible says this man moves his lips and brings evil to pass. Do we as a Christian want to be known for being an unkind person? I know I don't, and I don't believe you guys do either. And we can probably say we've been hurt by a person professing Christianity by their words. Have you ever heard somebody say, well, I just say what I think? Well, there's a verse for that person, too. And it's Proverbs twenty nine eleven. A fool uttereth all his mind. But there's a part B to that verse that says, But a wise man keepeth it in till afterwards. Oh, we need to watch our words. Isn't this so challenging? Ooh, it's getting all over me. I know that. Well, honestly, it's making me sad and regretful because you know what? We can't take them back. Once they come out, what happens with those words? We can't we can't unscramble them eggs. Our words have been more power have more power than we realize. Life and death power. We can build up each other or we can destroy each other. Is your words filled with bitterness and hate or blessing and kindness? Is it filled with complaining,
1: or is your words filled with complimenting? Is your words filled with lust or love? What about bitterness or blessings? Matthew twelve thirty four and
0: 35. Read those scriptures again and remember, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaketh. There's this big saying that goes around. It says, change your words, change your world. That is so true. There's this elderly man. This is just an illustration I I saw online. And he was sitting by the road. He was blind. And he had a sign and a tin can. And the sign read, I'm blind, please help. And it was written on cardboard sitting beside of him on the road. So as he's sitting on the road, a few people threw coins his way, and he would pick up the coins and throw them in the little tin can that was sitting beside of him. Well, this lady stopped, and she turned this gentleman's sign over, and she wrote something else on the other side. And as she wrote, he was feeling her shoes. And all at once, everyone gave him money, that walked by, I mean, lots of money. So she later came back and stopped in front of him, and he began to feel her shoes, and he knew that it was the lady. And he asked her, what did you write on my sign? And she said, I wrote the
1: same, but I used different words.
0: And he thanked her as she walked away. And the words that she wrote were, It's a beautiful day,
1: and I can't see it. He had
0: written, I'm blind, please help. Remember? She wrote, It's a beautiful day, and I can't see it. Again, I say, change your words, and you'll change your world. Choosing life is finding the good, speaking kindness, showing love, and compassion that makes a difference. Choosing death is being bitter, blaming everybody else for your problems, backbiting, and bullying.
1: And remember, guys, no one
0: wins in the blame game. So I want to close with Proverbs 31:26. I'm almost done. <laughs> she openeth her mouth with wisdom, and in her tongue is the law of kindness. Let's make it the ladies that I'm talking to out there. Let's make our number one goal, goal to have the law of kindness and not be all about beauty in vain. This is a challenge
1: to us all, to watch our words,
0: realize the power of a word, and use that power to edify, build up, not destroy and tear down, and most importantly, teach this to your children as they rise up, as they lay down, as they walk by the way. That's what the verses in the Old Testament tell us to do, because this bullying has to stop in our schools, in our homes, in our churches. Don't have clique clubs in churches, people. Make everybody feel welcome. If someone wants to feed you gossip, just kindly say, wait, before we say anything in this conversation that we'll regret, let's pray that our Lord will bless their lives and help them. And let us show kindness. It could be a simple card, just encourage someone. I have a new CD that just came out, and you can go on the website and download it, victoriousvalleyministries dot And my brother Mark, when he lived with me before he
1: died, he loved that old song, um,
0: that it. Um, Gosh, I can't even think of it right this minute. And here I recorded it. But my favorite hymn was, This Is My Father's World. So I took his song, his favorite song that we would listen together. Y'all know what I see. uh, Trees of green, red roses too. I see them. and And I think to myself, What a Wonderful World. That's it. The name of the song is What a Wonderful World. So I took my beautiful granddaughter, Abby. And she sang the song, and then we we put the old hymn, This is My Father's World, and put it together as a medley. We want to make this world more beautiful, and we have that power. God gave us that power with our words. You know, my heart gets so full of sorrow when I think of each child or adult that's being, being bullied and abused by someone's words.
1: or well, just abused in any way.
0: And sometimes this goes into their whole life. My mom's 92, and if you sit down and bring up her stepmother, she'll bring up her memories of how she was treated cruelly by this woman by her words to make to feel like she
1: wasn't worth much jesus
0: never said be ye cruel one to another never he said in ephesians 4:32 be ye kind one to another tender hearted forgiving one another even as god for Christ's sake, hath forgiven you.
1: Let's remember
0: that there are, on the average, 16,000 words spoken by a person every day. We average speaking 16,000 words a day. Use them to speak life. Not death. And light, not darkness. And we will see our world turn around. I hope this helps somebody today. I hope, especially, that it encourages each of us, each of us to train ourselves and our children and our grandchildren to be careful with their words and with our words. Please remember to visit the website and download the new music CD. And I've got a Christmas CD on there too you can download or I can send it to you through the mail. And tell a friend about the podcast. Just hit the little subscribe button under the podcast and then it'll just immediately just come to you every week. I sure appreciate everybody doing that and And I love sharing my heart and God's Word with y'all, each and every one of you. And I want to thank each of you that that reach out to me with your prayer request and encouraging words of how the podcast is being a blessing to you. So I'll close now letting you know that I'll be back next week. Lord willing, love y'all.